How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into the second episode of the 2023 Saugerty Stallions podcast. I'm your host, Reagan Harrell, joined by my lovely co-host, Chris Machado. Chris, we've had plenty to celebrate the last couple of days, plenty to smile about. That brings us to our sponsor of today's episode, Efros Orthodontist, our great play sponsor. We've been making a lot of great plays since we last came on, on the podcast, giving us a plenty of reasons to show off that Efros smile. Chris, last couple of games they have gone the Stallions' way, needless to say. Yeah, back-to-back wins against the Albany Dutchman, one here at home by a score 3-2, to two, and then 13-3 on the road in Guildsville. And we apologize that we could not broadcast that game yeah. for you, just a lot of Wi-Fi issues, just... Their field is in the woods, so it was hard to get hotspots up, and neither of our phones were yeah. powerful enough to keep the stream going, so we apologize for those issues. But tonight, Albany Dutchmen are here again for the third game in a row, and hey, let's go. Four and three, get there. First time this season have a positive record. No reason you shouldn't be one game over 500 today. Absolutely. And we are recording on Thursday. Episodes coming out tomorrow morning. So we'll find out if we get to be above 500 for the first time this year as we take on the Dutchman. But we have two more home games coming up this weekend. A big Friday night game. And then we have an off day Saturday. Then again Sunday, we're playing Glens Falls and Oneonta. So Pack uh, canteen field out this weekend. We got a really great team. And I'll tell you something that we knew was going to happen eventually. The bats have come yes. alive. Yes, We're going to talk have. about the pitching here later on in the episode. By the way, we have got a great interview with one of our pitchers, Seth Lovell, uh, at the end of this episode. We're going to talk plenty about him here in a minute. But, Chris, the big thing was we had to get the bats going. Mm-hmm. Only nine hits in our first three games. Now, I set a goal for us uh, during that, that uh, not the last game against the Dutchman, but our last home game against uh, Albany so we need to get the double digits hits we almost did that we got to nine in our narrow three to two victory over Albany but boy when we traveled up to the Dutchman's palace we put up a performance 15 hits 13 runs that's 24 hits in our last two games the bats have certainly got going who are some bats that have impressed you so far the bats that have impressed us, a player of the game, if you saw on Twitter and Instagram, Ethan Conrad, of course. Andrew Amato hits the first dinger of the year yeah. all the way down, pulled it to right field. And, you know, uh, I believe, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank now. You know, Carson Clark, always a solid leadoff spot. Stella Jen is still waking up there a little bit, but I mean, hey, got a base knock. And yeah, they're just developing now. It seems now that Colin Martin has got a set lineup in mind. Yes. Rotating Eli Small now playing his first game up in Albany at center field position instead of being catcher. It seems that the primary catchers right now, if we had to say so, is Pollock and Gallagher. Still want to see them, you know, develop some base hits as well. But hey, I mean, it's getting to the point now that starting rotation is looking very clean, and it seems like Colin Martin, as I just mentioned now, has that set lineup. Yeah, Alex Neville's another catcher. He's done great work uh, defensively. It really seems like we have two or three really strong catchers, both with mm-hmm. the bat and behind home plate with the arm, and trying to build these relationships with the pitchers. And you want to have at least two or three catchers to make it through a full season. You don't want guys, after playing a full season behind the plate, have to spend another 30, 40 games catching. So it's good we have a rotation. That's what we've seen. We've seen guys, you know, they'll uh, for the first four or five innings, we'll have one catcher like Pollock, and then we'll go to Gallagher or we'll go to Neville. So we've seen Eli Small a little bit behind home plate as well. But I think Eli Small, where he's going to make his bread and butter at, is in the outfield. The outfield mm-hmm. has been amazing. You just 
mentioned Ethan Conrad and Andrew Amato, both guys batting 333 on the year. Conrad had that big two, two out, two RBI uh, double against Albany that really broke the game open in those middle innings. Remember, it was the Dutchman who had a one nothing lead and then a couple walks, some disciplined ABs from the Stallions, which is something that we've seen a lot of, a lot of really good experience from the bat starting uh, to show here a little bit. Mm-hmm. As we've gotten through, I feel like the rust is getting knocked off and we're starting to see these Stallions really hit the ball well, especially Andrew Amato. Man, he is going up there and hitting with intention. A lot of violence when he swings the bat. That's why he has three extra base hits and only 15 at-bats. Big question, though, because we know Conrad and Amato, they really mm-hmm. seem to have established themselves as two, two-thirds of our outfield. Who will be that third outfielder? I think I know who you're going to say, so I'm going to take Evan Dieter here yeah. just because he seems to have cemented himself early this season in that center and right fieldish kind of position, but I would say that right field belongs more to Conrad, yeah. left field belongs more to Amato, and then center field Dieter, but I believe you can put either of those three in any field position, and you're going to have solid outfield defense all game long. But I'm going to take that. He only has had one game off so far this season, which was that 13-3 win up in Albany where Colin Martin decided to use Eli Small. But I think he's got a great bat. You can use him at any single position in the lineup. Mm. And I think he's just there that he's going to make those great routine plays. And if he needs to make a diving catch, I think Dieter's got it in the glove. Yeah, I think Dieter's an excellent option, both with the bat and in the outfield. But, you know, Eli Small made an excellent play in the outfield. But, you know, I could see Dieter uh, playing that. And don't be surprised to see Eli Small get a couple opportunities in the infield. All-around great player. But talking with Eli, he's been clocked throwing high 90s, even low triple digits out of the outfield. With that kind of arm, don't be surprised if you see more starts from Eli Small. And, you know, with Conrad and uh, Amato, Small, and then Dieter, those are four great outfielders. And I don't see a reason why you don't rotate them around. Mm-hmm. Give give the guys uh, you know opportunities to play all three positions in the outfield and then give them spots at designated hitter and extra hitter to, you know, give them a little bit of rest. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of like what we said with the catching position. You don't want guys uh, spending all, all time in the outfield. You know, maybe give them not necessarily a day off, but give them a day off from the outfield give them, and just let yeah. them hit. Mm-hmm. And we can say all four about all four of those guys, they can sure swing the bat. Yeah, they sure can swing the bat. Now, with that, though, I feel like they might get off days because I, personally I feel like maybe that extra hitter slot in that DH spot maybe belongs to Hudson Brown, Corey Dowdell, yeah. as they can both play you know, first base, third base, and also a solid DH. Mm-hmm. But that's just going to come with time. We're going to see. Yeah, that's, that's really a good problem to have. Certainly a mm-hmm. lot of players, a lot of players for uh, the Stallions, a lot of great players. You mentioned Corey Dowdell. Man, for a, a little bit of a bigger guy, yeah, man, yeah, he, yeah. he kind of uh, <laughs> reminded me of Pablo Sandoval over at the hot corner. We saw him get the play over there and Hudson Brown as well you know Hudson Brown he's one of those uh, guys that if you're just a numbers person you're looking at his numbers right now not exactly uh, what what you'd say for oh man for what we're about to say I'm going to tell you Hudson Brown's going to be a huge player in the PGCBL before he gets shipped off to the Southeastern Conference in Lexington Kentucky with his future Wildcat teammate Eli Small Hudson Brown's been peppering the ball all over the field we almost saw him leave the yard a deep part of the park Mm -hmm. against the Dutchman he's peppering the ball all over the field, and you gotta love what, what you're seeing from Hudson Brown. Just his swing in general from the left hand batter's box, an awesome swing, doesn't try to do a lot. We've seen him hit the ball in all parts of the park. That batting average and the production is certainly gonna be heading up, if I say so myself. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna be a problem in the PGCBL, and I mean, hey, you know, just out of high school. 
uh, committed to Kentucky, and he's going to be a problem after he leaves Socrates and enters the SEC. Absolutely, and we've had a lot of great with the bats, but what's been great all year for the Stallions is the pitching. The pitching yep. has been electric, and speaking of electric, this podcast episode is brought to you by Richards Electric, your lights turning on sponsor, uh, Richards Electric. When the lights go out, call Richards. Look, our pitching has been exceptional. It's been led by some experienced arms and a guy that we're going to ha- have on here just a minute, Seth Lovell. Yeah. Man, he has been an elite bullpen arm. Could mess around and find himself getting a start or two, but I think we found mm-hmm. an elite bullpen guy mm-hmm. in Seth Lovell. We, on our uh, Twitter episode now, it's something that we're going to ki- kind of try to do more of uh, our, our YouTube episode, or video episode. We're gonna, I'm going to put in a little clip right here of some of the stuff some that of uh, some, of the, yeah, some of those pitches I, I got to film. But man, look at this slider right here, ladies and gentlemen. A beautiful slider, and you pair that with the sinker. Those guys he's just struck out, those are Division One guys. That's a future Ole Miss Rebel and a current uh, Xavier, Xavier Bulldog. Bulldog? Are they Xavier? That's Butler. Butler. What, right. What's oh. Xavier? Wildcat? That's Villanova. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, sorry. A little, little tangent in, in the minds of two broadcasters. But anyway, Seth Lovell, he has just been incredible. I and mean, what have you seen from uh, Mr. Lovell? You mentioned that disgusting slider. And I know we didn't broadcast in Albany, but oh. we made sure to get phone, phone clips on Reagan's phone, which we're filming on right now. Yeah. That slider. You know, the fastball, I think we mentioned, you know, as we were sitting up there in Albany's press box, needs a little bit of help. A it's lot of them like went a, in the dirt. It's more like a sinker. It, you True. Mean, it's more yes. like a sinker. It's got that kind of yes. more down, down, it does. movement. It does. But that slider and his curveball, I, I can't remember the amount of times I was just, oh, that's filthy. That's disgusting. And we were just sitting there. We were having a good time yeah. in Albany. I mean, and I'm so glad we got to see him for two innings instead of just yeah. one, how every other pitcher was going that game. Yeah. And I think, hey, he maybe could have gone out there and gotten the, all nine saves to end <laughs> the game in seven innings. But, you know, uh, Grossman came out. So, yeah, I mean, just absolute elite pitching from Seth Lovell. I mean, you mentioned I think he can be anything, a starter, a reliever, a closer. I believe we're going to see him for the remainder of the season as a reliever. Mm. But, hey. That's not to say, yeah. you know, a lineup comes out, our Michaela, our social media intern, and you never know. You might see Seth Lovell there at the bottom as a starting pitch. Hey, what wouldn't hurt, hurt my feelings. If you're, you're on the call for play-by-play, I might have to hit you with a light. Yeah. Hey, you get the next <laughs> two if that boy uh, is out there. But, hey, speaking of another one of my Weber boys, how about mm-hmm. Xavier Rodriguez so far, Chris? I mean, had a fantastic outing in Amsterdam, even though that was a tough loss to start the year. But, hey, that was early. You know, these guys probably haven't pitched since mid-May. Yeah. And, gosh, where else did we see him? Uh, we, in, we, saw, we saw him here against here, Albany. Albany. Right, yeah. Just comes out, only gave up one hit, you know, and it was just one of those hits that just plunked right into the infield. You know, uh, Albany's guy just beat out the throw. Nothing really you could do there. Yep. But, hey, I mean, hey, elite pitching, elite arsenal, from the majority of Socrates' bullpen, and that includes X. Yeah, and X, I mean, he's got the, the two starts on the year uh, tonight. We'll most likely see Javon get uh, get mm-hmm. the start. If not, I'm sure the fans will uh, see the, the stallion uh, from last year uh, pitch. But either way, he'll probably be the guy that gets that second, the second guy to get the second start. But I think there's no doubt Xavier Rodriguez has established himself as a starter. Mm-hmm. And I think, you, you know, the first, 100%. first you know, 10-ish games, you're going to see more of that two innings, three innings, and then let the guys really start to open it, open it up. And why are we doing that? Well, we have so many, so many. other elite. 
elite arms. You know, another one that comes to mind is Bryce Reimer. He's thrown two innings of perfect baseball with four strikeouts. He had the big save in that 3-2 to two win against Albany mm-hmm. right here at Canton Field. Yeah, he really did. And, you know, Ryder Moy, another guy that came out. Yep. We got to see a glimpse of Andrew Rucci from Staten Island. Fantastic yep. guys. And, you know, Nolan Phillips, that kid from Colorado Springs. I mean, just oh. absolutely elite stuff from these guys. And, you know, two guys that I think we still need to see develop just coming out of the bullpen is Barrera and Ayala. Yep. I know Ayala's more of a starter. Barrera's more of a reliever. If those two guys can find the strike zone, and then I still feel like we did see an improvement from Marco Gibbons, but if he can just increase a little bit more, if those three guys get it, I think we got the best bullpen, bullpen in this league. Yeah, I mean, the arms, it's been great since opening day here at, Can- uh, or at Amsterdam, the mm-hmm. home opener at Canton Field. There's been no doubt. I mean, uh, uh, Eldridge, he's been uh, great. He got the start uh, as well and yeah you got you just got to think all this elite pitching with match that up with rich doobie for a pitching coach man that's something right (laughs) right there man but chris there anything else uh, you you want to harp on before we kick it over to seth level you know just i hope for all the saugerty stallions fans watching this i hope that you're enjoying the content we're bringing with reagan's post-game interviews and Expect more video, mic'd up videos like the one that you saw about Xavier Rodriguez and his start. That was amazing. Shout out to this guy. He edited the whole thing. And, you know, just expect more content like that. I hope you're enjoying me and Reagan on the, on, you know, the YouTube channel for every single game. You know, we're both trying to develop our skill set. You know, Reagan has done a lot more baseball and (laughs) softball specific sports. I'm more of, I would say, basketball, hockey, wrestling, just because that's what, you know, at Penn State, what they give me more of. Yeah. So, you know, I am still new to baseball, and I know it's probably obvious when you listen to us, but, (laughs) hey, we're switching every game from color and play-by-play, and I just hope that, you know, you guys are enjoying our voices and the content that we bring along with that. Hey, we're just trying to continue on our vision through sports media and provide you, most importantly, provide you, the Stallions fans, with the best season of uh, the history of the Stallions. That's our goal. We want to have you connected with the team as much as possible and, you know, make our dreams become a reality and hanging up another PGCBL uh, banner. But we're going to kick it over to myself uh, and Seth Seth Lovell. I'm going to hop out of here. Seth is going to come right here. So peace out <laughs> yep and hey we're ta- talking about uh you know visions becoming a reality gotta give a shout out because this interview is brought to you by vincent longo general contractor making your vision become a reality i'm gonna kick it over now to myself and mr seth lovell okay we welcome on a very special guest hey very good friend of mine personally my boy seth lovell seth appreciate you coming on the Socrates stallions podcast brother anytime anytime hey well i mean i guess we just gotta start off with i mean how you liking Socrates so far Oh, man, it's been a blast. Uh, we've had a lot of fun, played a lot of golf. Yeah. We've been getting rained out a few times, so it's been a, a lot more off days than I expected. But, you know, <laughs> it's about to change real soon, playing every day coming up. So I'm excited to get that going and yeah. you know, keep doing our thing. Keep keeping the boys buzzing. We're getting to stay with a few of our uh, Weber Weber guys as well, along with our uh, good buddy Jacob Grossman. But got a great host family and CB and Jamie. You want to talk about them? How, how awesome they've been? Man, that I, it's a, it's been a blessing. They're so awesome. They're so friendly. They love sports. They have kids of their own that play sports, and they're also a lot of fun. CB loves the golf. I love the golf. So that's something we have in common. We like to 
you know, watch sports. So, and Jamie, she's been super cool holding it down, getting all the food we want. Yeah. Uh, Ty and Jacob, my two golf coaches, you know, the two <laughs> sons. So getting better, having fun, you know, getting fed pretty good and probably need to lay off the, the <laughs> chips and, uh, and the popsicles. The but, popsicles but have it's been, been awesome. But it's been awesome. And I couldn't uh, ask for a better host fam, honestly. Yeah, they, they have been great. And, you know, it's uh, it just kind of shows what Saugaties has all been about, really tight-knit community. I feel like we've gotten to you know, learn that, hang around the area, around the community. If we were Stallions, uh, anything, it's like, oh, they play for they play for the Stallions, and they obviously support uh, the baseball team uh, very, very well. And talking about uh, with the baseball and very well, I mean, dude, you have been killing it on, on the mound. I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the podcast, but three innings, six strikeouts, you know, you went through a, a lot of adversity uh though you tore your ucl right before the 2022 season started missed a good bit of the 22 season and the, uh, or all the 2022 season and most of the 23 season can you just talk about what mentally and physically how you were able to get back to being the pitcher you are now oh man it's been uh it wasn't i wouldn't say tough because i've had good had a good you know good headspace and honestly i just tried to enjoy uh, just watching baseball because when it comes down, you do you do do a lot of that, and you get yeah. to learn. I got to learn a lot more about the game than I would have if I was just playing. So that was a, a plus. You know, it is tough when you get hurt and then you rehab for so long, and like I did in the, coming into last season, and then you know first preseason game it, go, it blows, and then you're like, wow, I got a whole another whole another year to sit out, and but. Like I said, I, I try to take that, took it as a learning experience to try to learn more about the game, try to un- understand more. <clears throat> but really, it was just trying to get my body back in sync. Uh, my arm felt good. There was no bumps in the road uh, with that. Good. So that was good, and that was easy to, you know, that helped. It was easier to, you know, be happy about it yeah. because there was progress the whole way. There wasn't very many setbacks. Uh, I would say the biggest struggle was when I first came back and I just, I felt good. My arm felt good, but I just wasn't, you know, clicked up. And that was, it was hard because you really want to contribute. You've been gone for so long. Right. And then what I want to do is contribute, actually and do something for, you know, the coaches who blessed me with a great opportunity. So it was just, now that I'm feeling good again, it's, it's, yeah. it's great. And there's the uh, light at the end of the tunnel. Well, we've certainly seen you. I mean, just me personally, I've seen you become a much better pitcher up here than well, when you first came back to Weber. And uh, I think a big part of that, and a lot of pitchers that come to Saugerties, they get an experience that not a lot of guys get with uh, summer baseball, which is having a guy like Rich Doobie as your pitching yeah. coach. I mean, pretty good uh, background at, uh, from a pitching coach uh, perspective. I mean, what has he done to help you uh, improve your game up here? Man, um, he's he's really it's really refreshing to come up and have a guy like that we do have two great pitching coaches down at Weber and absolutely but uh just uh just look at a guy and you just know that he's worked with the greats you yeah. know and it, and when he tells you something and then you just do it and then it happens like you're just like well this guy's a genius like what <laughs> like what is what is this guy know how does he know all this but, yeah you know you're in baseball that long and you work with so many guys and mm. it's great like just throwing a bullpen it was one little 
little little fix, and there I was throwing wherever I wanted. And I'm just like, this guy's a genius. Yeah, he, he certainly is. He's helped a lot of pitchers. I mean, talk about the legends that uh, he's coached up, like, uh, I mean, rest his soul, uh, Doc Holliday, Cole Hamels, Cliff Lee. Uh, we, you and I, were both Braves guys. But, I mean, yeah. that, was, that was a pretty fun little, uh, uh, rotation to watch growing up, and unless they were playing Atlanta, of yeah, course. Of it, course. Yeah, it was tough. But, uh, you, you know, Seth, you took a lot of people um, in, in Babson Park by surprise when you opted to come back for – one more year. I mean, you, you you remember telling me, and I was almost in tears. I was just so happy to, to <laughs> have you have you back uh, for both of our uh, final years at, at Weber. What went into that decision, and what made you want to come back for one more year? Um, whenever I uh, I thought about not coming back, it was just it was more likely like uh, if I didn't know if I was going to be back to what I am, what I'm going to be capable of being like on the mound. And that's right. it's hard to to see that when you're hurt and you've gone through an injury, then a surgery, and all the rehab. So, but I know I just owe it to myself. I owe it to Colin. I owe it to all my baseball coaches to yep. play play another year. Where I mean, I missed half of my JUCO season with an elbow injury, and then I missed all of last year, and then half of this year, more than half of this year. So, mm-hmm. I just needed. I just want that for myself and for everyone who's been supportive of me and that yeah. been watching me and take care of me play baseball so you know it was a lot easier decision it just you know you just got to figure out what's what's right and yeah. and I think this is the I made the right decision and I can't wait to get better this summer and bring that into Babson Park and win us a national championship. Hey, that's the goal. We're going to bring that red banner back to the BAB. And, hey, hopefully uh, another PGCBL title uh, <laughs> here to here to Saugerties. That'd be uh, pr- pretty cool. But, you know, you, you've looked really good. I know it's early in the season, only pitched three innings. But you, you felt really good. I mean, how big is you just getting your confidence back right now? I mean, with the performances you've had against some really good bats. Oh, it's – it's been it's been really like man it just feels so good because I felt so there hasn't had that pressure like when I came back we were in big like in conference play full on you know come back from injury you know you want to get in but also you you want the best guy in at the at time and when you don't have that confidence in yourself yeah. to throw strikes and you know do the best for the team mm-hmm. and then when you do get put out there you know it was hard to like calm myself down like because you want to do so good but right. some things you can't control because I just needed that reps and to keep doing it and when I got up here I just said I'm gonna just have fun with it and you know get better and refuse to not do walk guys not hit guys yeah. and just, just throw strikes just throw strikes and take a deep breath and just have fun with it and that's really what I've been doing since I've been here and uh oh, it's been good now, it's a great atmosphere, yeah, and it's easy to have, have fun here and play good. You know, no, uh, no bad vibes, no bad great mojo. Vibes. It's all, it's all great. So, I mean, that seems like the the overall uh, theme of the team is there's this great vibes. Everybody seems to be gelling and getting to know each other uh, very well. Who are some guys outside of obviously uh, the, the Web, Weber guys that you've gotten to become pretty good friends with up here? Oh man, a lot of the guys, you know. From the south, I like the southern boys, dudes from Georgia and South yeah. Carolina, and you know, good dudes. But you know, like I've been, I'm one of those guys. I get along with everyone. I always have a smile on my face. So yeah, I you do. Feel like I'm pretty approachable, and I'm glad that they have been approaching me and taking me in. And everyone, I wouldn't say anyone in particular. Everyone's been awesome. You know, if I yeah. were to pick a couple guys out, then I would be leaving other guys out. So yeah, I, it, I've been loving everyone. They're they're awesome. All the pitching guys, all the catchers, they're super. Yeah. 
enthusiastic with what they do and it seems like everybody's happy at just just to be here and yeah, put, yeah. put on the golden black and yeah. roll roll ponies yep. and make some great relationships and i think that's kind of what you know summer baseball is really all about and you know guys that have so many different situations whether if it's a guy like like our boy x that's looking to build up that draft stock or uh younger guys like hudson brown eli small that are coming in just to get some college baseball like experience before they go to play or a guy like you that is getting uh, more experience from uh, you know a season where you didn't get to play a lot but then head in to next year so Seth obviously uh, I'm a huge NAI guy you're an NAI guy as well to the audience listening that may not know a lot about NAI baseball what how would you describe that atmosphere and like what level of competition the NAI is compared to some NCAA institutions uh so luckily for me I've got to bounce around whether that's good or bad but I felt like I've had great experience at all and I've took them all so uh man what we have going on at weber is really special with what colin has done he's brought in guys and now guys really want to come to weber and play for us and people have that blind eye to any because they they don't really know about it and that's right. something that you're doing you're branding the nei with the sun conference and the softball so like yeah. that that alone's going to bring people to realize how good a baseball it is like if you have a guy like colin martin who's your head coach yeah. who's who's been around baseball, played pro baseball. His dad's Charlie Manuel. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what kind of be- – what better baseball kind of guy do you want, you know, running your ship? And that's just what we have there. And then the whole Sun Conference is – they're all – they all got that's dudes. All they're yeah. all They all got dudes. And when you go play the big schools up west and northwest, and they're good. They can hit. They can throw hard. And it's yeah. just – it's the same – same. it's just baseball. And when you got guys who are bigger and stronger mm. – it just it's just going to be good baseball, and that's right. what we have going on at Weber. And I feel like the NEI is on is rising, just like every every division. Like right. everyone's getting better. Absolutely. You, you, know, you talked about uh, Colin Martin being a great baseball mind. What has Colin done to really help you in your baseball career? Um, he, I mean, obviously, he's given me an opportunity, and with me being hurt, he has has had no reason to to like keep me around right like for like because I haven't produced for him but he saw right. that in me and just just knowing that I can still be that guy and he wants me to be a guy for him and mm-hmm. that alone is just enough confidence for me to like all right I need to get I want to yeah. do this not obviously just for him but yeah. he's a big piece of it and he uh, and yeah. he's in, helped my baseball career out you know, I think that's a part of what a college coach is, is trusting your guy. And he saw the potential in you and has pushed you to, you know, get back to where you are now. I mean, killing it up up here. Hopefully you continue to do it uh, all summer and then uh, into the fall and then the spring into the season. But uh, the last question for, for you, Seth, again, appreciate you coming on. But part of what makes you so lethal is that slider, man. It is just a disgusting pitch. It's one, when, you, when your slider's on, it's one of my favorite uh, p- pitches to watch watch is there like a, a certain pitcher that you watch that you've kind of modeled your, your slider after or, or what goes into throwing that such deadly pitch so um I was I was I mean I always had a all you obviously have always thrown a slider and a changeup, yeah. but like I was always a sinker changeup guy that was my bread and butter mm-hmm. and um I think when I got to JUCO, I really uh, what I did was I just started trying to throw it as hard as I possibly can, mm-hmm. and I feel like that. I mean, that kind of 
I got injured right after, so <laughs> I won't say like that was the reason, but it could have been. But once I and then once I got to Weber and I started working with Tyler Pike and Matt Hockenberry, the two best pitching guys you can ask for, and Tyler Pike gave me a good slider grip this year, and he just said throw the piss out of it, and that's <laughs> what I've been doing. I wouldn't say I've been. I mean, I'm a big baseball fan. I love watching. Yeah. All baseballs, all baseball, huge baseball, huge, just huge baseball huge guy. Baseball. So I wouldn't say I model it after anyone. I just try to want to tunnel it as best I can off my fastball and throw yeah. it as hard as I can. So that's what I've been doing, and it's been working. And luckily, since back from surgery, that's been the one thing that's been a solid for me. And I've been <laughs> able to, even when I'm not throwing strikes, I can get that thing in there. So, and it's only gotten better since I've been able to fix get my command in there and absolutely so i'm i'm happy to for what it's doing and i hopefully get it throw it harder spin it better and see what it takes me just keep rocking and rolling with it baby mm-hmm. well, we got a lot of baseball left about to go play us a game right now again ladies and gentlemen got uh some great games tonight uh we play at seven o'clock and we have off day saturday and we are back home sunday right here at canton field beautiful saugerties uh new york so come out there support the stallion seth Appreciate you coming on, brother. Roll ponies. Roll ponies, baby.